Welcome back to another episode of Unglamorous Truths, a podcast where we talk about making it come hell or high water. I'm Emebit. I'm Crystal. I'm Chandra. And today we have another special guest. Special. She's so special. She's so special. She's so special. You've seen her on Jet. Uh, You've seen her in Shaft. You've heard her in pretty much every commercial known to man. Commercial queen. The commercial queen and also our bestie, Siobhan Michelle. I'm going to need to record that for life when I wake up in the morning. The fourth downtown girl. Okay, like we talk about her and you're like, bitch, what was this person y'all just be talking about? It her, okay? Thank you for joining us today. And I want to kick it off with a question. Was making friends easy for you as a kid? Oh, my. You had a visceral reaction. (laughs) Military brat. I made new friends every year and a half. Triggered. Until Mm. I was forever. Like, I feel like that's just the skill that I've been forced to have, which is why I got into acting, because I'm a chameleon, people pleaser. And then at some point was like, oh, I'm this version of annoying. And people were like, yes, we like that. Mm. <laughs> so that was delightful. But I feel like I'm forced to make friends. So, yes, I'm good at it, but it's a it's a learned skill. Mm-hmm. I feel like I already had like a built in like network of friends from my parents. Mm. Like my friends were the kids of their friends and being a child of immigrants. Like there's always there's just like a community of immigrants um so i grew up with a bunch of kids who are pretty much like family to me but when it came to like going to school that was always kind of tricky especially with the socializing because it's like i i can't come to your house and you really can't come to my house because that's just not like it's a liability thing my parents are not having kids over like if they don't know them and they don't know their parents Mm. so there's there was always like summer break was always just kind of like the end of a relationship and then i come back in september and it's like hey good to see you again that's wild (laughs) yeah that kills some momentum right and also like even though i went to neighborhood schools like I maybe only saw a couple of them and the other ones like I don't know how we never saw each other mm, right. y'all didn't live on my block like that's my- about to say you're a kid so you're really just not leaving your block specifically because mm, right. I would had kids I went to grammar school with that lived like three blocks away I knew where they lived but I didn't see them over the summer yeah you know what I'm saying because you live three blocks away I'm right here I'm on honorary with it if, if you ain't on this block I yeah. don't see you I won't say I wasn't bad at it um per se but um you know I was shy so making friends was like not was never the easiest thing for me because I'm not really I'm not going to the child that's going to walk up to me and be like, hey, do you want to play? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. that kid. I'm the kid. You have to walk up to me and be like, hey, do you want to play? Mm-hmm. It would be easier when my brother was around because he he'll talk to anybody. You know, my brother, he can talk to a shoe, you know, like and just <laughs> mm-hmm. and then and the shoe will fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was easier. You know, he would wrangle people for us to you know play with mm-hmm. but i didn't talk to grown people that was me as a kid if i you know i didn't talk to the adults or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was it was fairly easy and i think the reason why was because i was the only girl out of like about 13 male cousins and my brother oh wow so i grew up like a boy like and we just rough and tumbled and fucking play video games and this and that. And I do think that th- that gave me a certain level of not giving a fuck because boys don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So there was no girly energy as a, like as a young girl. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like me and my brother fucking around. Like we were just having fun all day long. Like mm-hmm. just 
So I it, it made it very comfortable for me to make friends because I, I just felt confident in that way. Mm-hmm. So in elementary yeah. school, I definitely was like, what we doing? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was ringleader gang. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember seeing Free Willy and rallying the entire class to pick up the trash in the... Um, wow. In the field, because mm-hmm. I wanted Crystal to save Boy the Crystal Boy for whale. president. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so yeah, that yeah. was that was fairly that was fairly easy as a kid, and and yeah, social stuff got weird later. But you know what was also good about those block friends is like you don't really have to, at least for me, like I didn't have to make them because I was born on that block. Yeah, and so yeah. there was never a time without them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we was all different ages, but it was like they were just always mm-hmm. immediately gang gang there. Yeah, yeah, like we were just together. I think that's so like in theme with this episode of like sisters in the trenches, we were each other's safety net mm-hmm. from like the moment that we met and continue on as we uh, traversed through this industry. I think I'm the only one that grew up, I grew up with sisters, but like mm-hmm. you had mm-hmm. sisters, but you didn't Later. grow up with nah, them nah, yeah. and y'all don't have sisters. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of an interesting journey of us learning each other um, and choosing each other. Mm-hmm. I think that is that is the most special aspect of it all that, that we choose each other and we continue to choose each other even when things get tough and, and even when life leads us in completely different directions mm-hmm. because that is what happens. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think because I didn't grow up with sisters, I'm a girl's girl. You mm-hmm. know, like I always mm-hmm. have been. Like I'm not one of them girls who was like, I don't like women. I never mm-hmm. been. Like I've always had a tight girl gang Mm -hmm. you know like because i always wanted a sister but the gag was i wanted an older sister Mm. really bad and Mm. my mom told me that that was not feasible that there was no way for her to (laughs) to go back back in time that we were gonna have to adopt and you know she was yeah she had enough kids on her own already you know they my parents had enough so but no i was like always i've always been the type to actively look for sisterhoods Mm -hmm. like they you know, are important to me. I'll, I'll seek them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I won't come up to you, but I was sending out my energy to you that you know. <laughs> See, that's how I got you to come up to me at the Chick Fil A. Yes, I called Jedi you. Mind. True. I summoned you. This is very <laughs> true. It, that's actually a question I have. First impressions. Like I remember that Siobhan, I saw you for the first time, and I thought you were a full blown grown ass woman because mm-hmm. you were working at the front desk at. Weinstein. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was. was like, oh, that's an adult. Like, you know, right. I did not know you went to school with us. And then at some point we got to talking because I was like, she's so friendly. I fuck with her. And then and, and then you were like, yeah, I am here as a freshman. And I was like, what? Like, I remember being like, bitch, you got a full time job. Like, do you want to eat? Jobs. I had a similar experience to Crystal. I just I saw an adult behind that desk. A mevit in my first really image of her is her eating lunch at Downsting with her boyfriend. Oh my God, And yes. he was so attractive. I was like, I know this boy does not go to this school. And he was like a like a real, like off the block boy. I said, he does mm-hmm. not go to this school. Mm-hmm. She imported that one. I don't know where she found <laughs> well, that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I knew that, yeah, I, I knew. Like, I'm yes. like, mm. no. I said, okay, I see it. I see this girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. she's a hot girl, look at her. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I came up to your table and I'm like, hey, like you eat chicken, I eat chicken. Like, <laughs> Let's eat chicken together, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we Crystal. did. Mm-hmm. Crystal, I met Welcome Week, actually. She's the first person yeah. I met at a multicultural event. Yeah. Because I was so anxious coming to this school. Like, I knew nobody. Mm-hmm. And I had already mm-hmm. had experience going to, like, a big art summer program. 
and I'm like, I need to make my friends fast. I need to meet people. I need to at least know somebody. Yes. So like, I, w- I was on Facebook before we started and was like joining every class of 06 mm. group, trying to meet people, trying to find oh, people that wow. were in ETW. Because I'm like, yeah. I just need something because I'm not like, I'm, I was so afraid of being alone. Mm-hmm. And so welcome week, I jam packed my schedule. I was like, I'm going to all these things. I'm mm-hmm. gonna make a friend. And I saw her, her and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God, black girl, you yeah, black, yeah. I'm black. Let's be black together. No, actually, yeah. I was like, oh, mixed girl, mixed girl. Mm-hmm. But she very much, very clearly corrected me. And she yeah. said, no, I'm black. But I'm like, but you black and you white. And she's like, that's not how the world works. Right. And <laughs> yes. And that's not how I work. Yeah, absolutely. I'm black. And ever since I was like, okay, boom, she black. It was you, me, and Lydia War. Yes. I remember that. Oh, Lydia. Yes. Hey, Lydia. If you're out there. And then she brought me to your birthday. And uh-huh. I was like. That was that hookah. She real grown. This girl. No, it was Bugogi. Yeah, but I say it was Bugogi. Uh, I wasn't there, but I know it was Bugogi. And I was like, yes. oh, this yeah. girl be eating things Korean that food. I never heard of. I mean, the girl went to high school in South Korea. Yes, so what yes. I thought was normal was different. Blew my mind. I was like, this is mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, it kind of yeah. tastes like cheesesteak, yeah. but different. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> of just how tender the meat yes. was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And she still does. And then how did the four of us connect for the I mean, I know time. that I came in last. You, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it was by the end a little of the bit. freshman year that we all had yes met it each took a other. while because yeah. there was like a I think the event that kind of solidified the friendship we went to like a GQ party all yep. together mm-hmm. definitely my birthday sophomore year November 07 yes we were all friends yes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. but but that was kind of a kickoff though because I remember you invited me to come help you shop for your dress and we like we like walked around I remember we ran into Zosha in the, and I was like oh my gosh she knows she was like a star to me at that yeah, time. Yeah, I, um, I remember being starstruck by her. Yeah, but that was play. like the. I remember going mm-hmm. home that day and being like, "Oh, I, th- I think we're gonna be friends. Like, I think she's. <laughs> I think she's my friend." Mm-hmm. I, I remember when you guys came to one of my volleyball games, and it like yes. touched me because no one ever did that. Who was like an actor friend or mm-hmm. like an outside of volleyball friend? Yeah, and that was like, oh, I have friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, they actually fun. care. Mm-hmm. It was very fun because those games were very whack. But yeah, so we certainly were each other's rocks in New York City. And Mm -hmm. I do think it was really important coming to L.A. to have a tribe. You know, you and I came first and we had each other. But when y'all came, we literally gave you like zip codes of like this is this is the parameter. Mm -hmm. This is where y'all should live. Drop the zip. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. mainly because like. LA is humongous, and so you fuck around and you move to Inglewood. You might as well stay your ass in Brooklyn because yep. I'm never mm-hmm. going to see you. Mm-hmm. And very true. you really want to be my friend? You must live in the valley. Mm-hmm. So these are the neighborhoods. Happy hunting, right? Yeah. <laughs> in going through the industry and like the auditions of it all, we were really there for each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like in one helping each other like tape helping yeah. each other rehearse and being each other's kind of therapists whenever any one person would be like, you know what? I don't know if this is for me. Like, I'm going to just go back to school. You had a period. Like, I'm going to just go back to school. And it was like a period. Girl, every us. six months to a year and a half, I've quit. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's be very real. I quit all the time. We had a we had a chair. So Javon had a chair in her room when we lived together as roommates. When we yes. were first in oh, L.A. The green, the green chair. chair. Yes. And we literally had a that was the therapist chair. Mm-hmm. So when it was time and someone needed to discuss something, we'd say, all right, sit down in the chair and we gonna chat. OK. Mm-hmm. And yes, whether that was career, mm-hmm. 
then there was the season where we were full on bachelorettes at the same time. So it was discussing yes. the men. Oh, when we had the petty patio. Yes, there was, was lots of errors. Lots oh, of errors. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were allowed to go out there and be petty as we wanted, angry as we wanted. And then leave it outside. And then leave it outside. In the vatch That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we were young living together. We, mm-hmm. weren't we were trying to survive mm-hmm. and yeah. lay down roots for others. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, we were just yeah. too much in the trenches. No. But I think even in terms of the career, this was also a learning ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like we would help each other get jobs. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, help yes. each other get internships. Like, And we're just really, really good about giving any type of information learned to mm-hmm. each other. It was like, well, you know, audition. Don't even worry. Yeah, you don't got to take this class. I took it. This is what they said. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, my God. I think you should be going in for this. I think it's crazy you're not going in for this. Mm-hmm. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely Siobhan was obviously for all of us integral in the beginning just in learning how to get an agent. I was freelancing with three different agencies at the same can you, time. Can you tell people what your trick was to get a, an agent at that time? Interning. Yes. I would, um, yeah, I would just go and intern at agencies and volunteer my butt away for college credit, of mm-hmm. course, as one must. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then actually I ended up staying on back when Abrams was Abrams. Mm-hmm. I stayed on past the the length of my internship because I was just such a hustler and I liked the people I was working with. I also interned at my acting school, Atlantic Theater Company, and that's how I ended up teaching and figuring out that that was a wonderful compliment to auditioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, relationships. I've had all of y'all's managers. Yeah. yeah. Which has been yeah. the ironic part. Absolutely. Like, and as much as possible, that's also been the thing of like mm-hmm. being Trading in a show, representation. sharing representation, yeah. mm-hmm. meeting someone and being like, oh, mm-hmm. you literally should be working more. Why aren't you? And they're like, oh, I'm not represented. Cool. Let me share. Let's mm-hmm. see if they're interested. You know, yeah. for girls that ain't grow up with sisters, y'all know how to share. Y'all know how to hold down. <laughs> y'all know how to show up. That makes me feel so good as an only child to hear that. For sure. <laughs> like things only got like different when I feel like our lives kind of just shifted in different ways of like prior different priorities, relationships progressing, mm-hmm. especially like, children and Marriage, it's like oh too. wow like a lot of what the convenience of the friendship was what allowed us to be in to share space together mm-hmm. of like oh like we don't got nothing to do Thursday, Friday. Let's go to the bar. Let's go do this. Let's mm-hmm. hang out. Like this, we kind of had the same level of stakes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like life was really just about you know going to auditions, booking jobs, making money, side hustles. Like Staying we in all New York worked City. at similar restaurants. Mm-hmm. Just, and when they were hiring, like okay, girl, come over here. Like they hiring mm-hmm. here. Like mm-hmm. every, I think everyone has worked with mm-hmm. each other at a side job. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't hire me at one of your jobs, remember? But we I tried. hustled and auditioned, and we they were tried. like, not, mm-hmm. not yeah. tough enough. Yeah, I worked at the stand. You got me into the stand, or maybe it was Khadija, but it, at some I point got I got into the stand. Exactly. I'm so dead. bypassed. No, we definitely all gave each other jobs, and also I feel like everybody has a good own voice for that fake reference absolutely. oh my goodness yeah, everybody y'all know that right okay yeah. fake reference. any employer <laughs> what is the whole point of asking for references because Girl, it's gonna be the best friend yep don't y'all know this y'all did this y'all in earnest calling these numbers thinking you're gonna get a real Literally. that's why with apartments like now as a landlord i don't even put that section to put down your references because guess what i know who your references are Okay, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause, cause my references were always my friends, friends and family. Mm-hmm. I was so, I was so trifling. I would put down my brother, and we got the same last name. That's hilarious. Charlotte. Oh, I you know totally what I'm saying. Put down you my would dad. literally put his last name. 
the fuck yeah and guess what still got the apartments yeah they know better like this is gibberish yeah tomfoolery i also think we experienced many iterations of the friendship because people's positions Mm -hmm. flopped and switched and like which friend is what you know so they were like different times of like who was the working friend you Mm -hmm. know who was the serious friend Mm -hmm. who was you know partying partying friend. friend you know so i think there was also were times where it was like navigating these switches, getting to know these new people. And then when you have like time apart because you're going to live your life, whatever, whatever, you know, it's like a whole, oh, I know you, but I'm like, I'm learning, you're changing. Yeah. I'm learning new versions of you. So yes. it's, it, you know, it, it takes a minute. It's like, oh. And we had distance. Y'all okay. abandoned me. So that, that happened. Oh, well, yeah. And I yeah, had to Siobhan make a whole new set that. of adult Absolutely. friends, and it was traumatic. No, I'm just kidding. It was fine. Well, Chris still left your ass. Don't, you don't put it on me. Y'all went to Because y'all left first. We still went to We still went to Everyone abandoned me. It was y'all. No, I don't receive that. I never actually wanted to come to L.A. Right. I was always terrified of L.A. Because I know who I am. I'm a basic bitch. This is a dangerous place for a basic bitch. It is. Keeping up with the Joneses? Ooh. I always found LA to be very much that. And I was aware enough of how insecure I was in my 20s that Mm. I was like, that's a game I don't want to play. That's real. (laughs) I just, yeah. yeah. You have to know what you're ready for. And, and the like, values yes. here. Like being yes. beautiful was so important. Yes. And it was like, do you want to know that I can speak? Do you want, you know, like that was, it was so face value out mm-hmm. here. Or who do you know? Mm-hmm. So transactional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that felt so gross. Yeah. It is. It, it, it is. Yeah. To it hurts. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But I also think too, that's why our friendship has always been so strong because we've never been about like external. Like I think you three are the, like three most beautiful and talented women I know, but I often like forget your beauty and forget how talented you are. And then I watch you perform and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why everyone's intimidated. That's why people try to use them. (laughs) Cause it's like that you walk in with so much, but there's so much more there. So that reminds me of things that I feel like people tell us a lot, which is like, we're pretty, but we don't lead with it. And I think that sometimes also has gotten in our way as comedians because Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, but you pretty. So like you're not gonna be the funny girl or whatever, but it's like, no, I think that's what makes us fucking dope. Like, bitch, I can do both. As we all know, one of our most iconic New York moments when we were outside of Webster Hall trying to go to the club. Oh, okay, yes. And uh, we were in the back. It was cold. That was back when we were wearing heels in the cold. Outrageous. Heels and a bodycon dress yes. with no damn okay. jacket. Don't and little, get and no jackets. We, little no jackets. jackets. Just freezing yeah, at twenty years old. Okay. <laughs> And that line was so long, and that bouncer was at, you know, long distance, but we used those theater pipes, and I screamed from down the way. I said, what about the pretty girls? <laughs> though. What about the pretty girls? Yes. It was, what about the pretty girls, though? Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was a very important full statement. This. He went, you're right. Come on in. Literally. Yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> that shit was in. still and wild so to me many to this mad day. faces as we walk Everybody, by people. Everybody, we just walked right past them. 
That shit is still wild. <laughs> that is where women thrive. Yes. Being crazy at the door. Absolutely. Uh, and the doorman, I don't know, they be eating that shit yes. all the time. Even to this day. They're like, girl, if you don't get your ass inside, I got cursed out the yes. other day. Because I told you to get inside. <laughs> With full arm out pointing. Like, okay, sir. And I'm, when I was leaving, I was like, don't curse me out. I'm going home. I'm going home. Don't curse mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can use it, but that is not my main. I don't have to use it, okay? But I think another thing is... um. We talked about being girls, girls, but I think it's be- a lot of that is what we have in common is our moms. Yeah. And like, my mom was my first best friend. Yep. Like, my mom, it's funny, we, you know, other people say that they aren't the mom that's going to play with their kid all day. But my mom had a youthful fucking spirit. Like, she had the, she had the energy of a five-year-old. At <sighs> least it felt like to me. I was like, oh, you ready to play? Like, mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. And so, between her, my brother, like, it was just like, life was so fucking playful. And I was just like moms are the best Mm -hmm. and then like by proxy women are the best Mm because it was just like Mm -hmm. seeing my mom with my grandma seeing my mom with my aunt i was like i i I grew up in women's spaces of women sharing secrets and talking and whatever so it's like no i did not have a sister but but i knew it was so cool what Mm -hmm. what i was Mm -hmm. seeing it was aspirational Mm -hmm. and as someone who has sisters like there's this built-in security of like don't nobody fuck with me i know who fucks with me literally if any one of us called Parent of children or not, if something's going down and you need me, I will be there. And I'm pretty sure that if I called these three women, yep, where are we burying the body? Cool. And I think it's important mm-hmm. to have those kinds Very of relationships. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> in a space like this where relationships are very transactional, relationships are very yeah. fickle, relationships are while you're hot and like, okay, but like, what about when I'm down like who's gonna show up who's gonna be there and i honestly don't know what my experience would be like in this town or if i would have been here for as long as i've been here if i didn't have at least one rock of Mm -hmm. like all right well this is the person who know me this is a person who know my parents Mm -hmm. that's special yeah i mean because i was out here first and even though, you know, I had my man, you know, having your man is one thing. It's different. It, but it's different. It's different. It, it was, it was really hard. Like it was really. I remember I got on a plane once because of how your voice sounded. It was bad. You know, um, it was yeah. like, I mean, it was, it was just so lonely. And it was like trying to process so many new things with no, no like filters, you know, no, no one to really like help or, um, you know, even because friends too, tight friendships also kind of block certain shit, right? Because mm, people yep. know you and they know like what you could what you could handle. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to let her take this bullet because this will really hurt her. But this was not going to mean shit to me. So come on, you yeah. could hit me, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that, it's like you're just taking in everything. And, you know, and then there, yeah, there was not like, you know, a bunch of people, even just the, the small things of like helping, you know, get a job and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't, I did have one. And, you know, there were some useful things in there because I did learn to lean on other people and I, and I saw spaces where other people were trying to be there for me that I had not seen before. I start, I, you know, mm-hmm. Shane, a yeah. one, that, that man really did hold me down out here, you know, mm-hmm. like help me get my job. It does feel different. Like making friends in New York versus making friends Absolutely. in LA. Well, the people are different. I, the people are different. And I think that just the level of intention required is different. Like in New yep. York, Y'all yeah. just be seeing each other at the same thing. You can run into people on the subway and then hang out with them because you have an extra hour to spare mm-hmm. and so do they. 
Mm-hmm. That you, does not happen. In LA, LA, you have to set a date, a time, put in a calendar, leave 30 minutes to 45 minutes to sometimes an hour early to get there on time. Yeah. Like, Yeah, and there's not really a thing here of like, you know, like in New York, you'd be like, oh my God, I just did this audition. I just realized I'm I'm down the street from your building. Like, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. I'm up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's come downstairs right now. Let's go do something. Yes. You know, it's not really, first off, it'd be random if I just end up by you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's so easy to be lonely here. Yeah. You spend mm. so much time alone. Mm-hmm. You're yes. in your car alone. Everything mm-hmm. is alone. Like, yeah. when you're not alone is, is where you had to put some energy into it. Like, I am going to see this person i'm going to their house like mm-hmm. i don't run into nobody sometimes i feel crazy when i'm just like taking walks like because i live on a big street mm-hmm. take a walk and i literally i know someone who was like yeah i can't take walks no more because i live off of sunset and i was taking a walk and a friend pulled over like yo you good like you <laughs> like, need damn. something <laughs> you I need did, something nobody walks somebody. in la yes, i did that that's to somebody song. who i went to meisner with i saw him walking and i pulled over and i was like i was like baby what you doing let me let me give you a ride. He was like, no, I'm just gonna walk. And I've got really I contacted people we both knew, and I was like, hey, has anybody heard from? Is he okay? Because he was out. He was out walking. I'm dead. I'm walking, walking in I'd LA. Why is that such a red flag? Yes. Oh my god. I remember taking walks down Ventura. Krista mm-hmm. was a walk. Oh walker. yeah. When I you first got a here, walker. Absolutely. I mean, guys, when I broke up with my man the month I arrived in LA, I walked from that tequila to ralph's you did yeah i went and to go we get that drove, eyeliner drove to the ralph's yes mm-hmm. and then we sat and found me yes <laughs> yeah. but walking is real but like walking is walking is normal <laughs> but not here or chandra's gonna call your friend literally your mother, <laughs> are you okay are you going on? Okay. i was terrified because <laughs> la is a place that can break you unfortunately yes. like i do i do feel like my early tested me in ways that I had never been tested before because some things are superficial but just the um social currency was a lot for me and it 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 was be, it was beating me mm-hmm. it was and so it's like you know if I see somebody not looking right I'm like it's very feasible that LA is tearing you apart you know and that guy did leave I don't know if it was because of that you know but he left the industry <laughs> entirely but he's he's done he called yeah. it, you know, but he didn't need to be walking like that. Okay, it's hot, <laughs> you know. So it's just the, but you just never know too. You never know when you see people. It's like very easy. You don't see somebody for two years when you do run into them. You like, how are things going? Oh, if, oh, if Austin has a motherfucker, would be like really bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really, it's yeah. really bad out here. I think also because <laughs> of like us just getting older in general. Like yes. if, if we moved here pretty quickly after graduation it'd probably be a different experience but like yeah. we have a, a longer runway than we did when we were in new york mm-hmm. we were way more green and now we're coming to that point of like people people are literally they're like turning to drugs like yes people's Dark lives shit. are shifting in yeah. very drastic ways yeah i mean but our generation we literally right before we graduated the housing market crashed which literally mm-hmm. affected how many movies were released a year the shift from dvds like dvds became obsolete right and that's how that affected our industry mm-hmm. and then we made it we made it we made it we're in la we're together we're happy we're strong and the pandemic fucking happened and now yeah. we have a strike i'm not that affected by it all i just think we've had boom after boom after boom it's a lot to go through all of that let alone have life life because we all have family we all have relationships we all have like 
therapy that we do or do not attend, right? Like all Mm -hmm. of that also has to happen. And you also, with this career, it's so so helpful to be self-absorbed, I find. It's so helpful to be focused on yourself, focused on your craft, focused on going, 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 that then when you open up and try to start living life, that can be a huge shift. Mm -hmm. You may have realized, oh, that is too much focus mm-hmm. on a job title. It is not my my being, my soul, who mm-hmm. I am. I mm-hmm. am more than this. But this industry, your agents, your managers, when you get to the publicist level, they will demand that this is all you are. I mean, there's so many people who have reached the pinnacle who are like, I'm out, especially moms. I've started to notice that, that a lot of women that I really respected at like mm. baby one, baby two, were just like, and I'm out because this is a weird balance. But I think that people with, yeah. get to a certain age with this industry anyway and just check out yes. for various things, right? Because yes. it's so, okay, how do you look? You, do you look forever young? Ooh. Or, you know, now what are you going to have to do? The roles, you know, dry up, whatever, whatever. It, it's just, it, it just becomes exhausting. Or you when know? is your type, like, when do you arrive into your type, too? Because I feel like you had that feedback in school. Mm-hmm. And it's on one level incredibly damaging, but it's so wild now to sit here next to you in our 30s mm-hmm. and be like, of it was course right. she was she's right. flourishing. Of mm-hmm. course. She was right. She was right. I because said all the time. Vicky Hart was right. Okay, it, I But it sounded time, so right. harsh when mm-hmm. we were in school. It like near mm-hmm. broke me because I was like, this is one of the most talented people I know. And you're telling me she's got to wait? Yeah. What the fuck is my career going to look yeah. like? Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. Youth offers you a certain level of optimism that age diminishes. Mm-hmm. it really does because mm-hmm. you're like your priorities start to shift mm-hmm. you want other things and really, you just really want peace you're like the grind i'm i'm tired of it that yeah, was cute in my 20s but now mm-hmm. i'm just like i just want a house with some land mm-hmm. and some quiet and then you realize oh you can get that somewhere else and that's how people pack that shit up mm-hmm. take the kids take the dog take their man mm-hmm. and be out of here because yeah. for what yeah it's just nice to be in community with people who entertainment is not their everything. Mm. Yes. Like that's the last thing we really talking about. And then when they talk to me about it, it's like, more, it's fun because it's curious. So it's like, so what was like working with so-and-so like? So did you meet so-and-so? Mm. Oh my God, is so-and-so really gay? You know, because people always want to know if somebody's gay. Mm-hmm. It's, we have to stop that culture of trying to out people. It's very strange. Stop the shit. <laughs> but it is. Also, it's it's really just entertainment to them. And, yeah, and it's a yeah. livelihood for us. Mm-hmm. But you know, right, right. So it's like fun and then and they'll sit for hours and be talking about shit that you don't even be thinking about because when you're in entertainment, you're forever a child. So you don't even think about sanitation. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even think about these things that are happening in the city. And it's like, oh, shit. Is it ever is it ever sometimes hard for you guys to be in a friendship where some of your closest people are also oh. doing the same thing that you're doing? Like in the sense of the the it's not even like an intentional comparison factor. But it's like we're just in close proximity, and so it's like, oh, so that's where we're supposed to be now. Okay, got you. Or little things of like when you see like a bunch of auditions coming in, you know, for your friend, like to just be in such close proximity mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Is that ever like a? I think that's natural. Yeah, of like, okay, like, why is my career not booming like someone else's is, or whatever it is. I mean, it's the comparison game. It, it, it's it's nasty and it happens. And like, you really shouldn't beat yourself up for it mm-hmm. because ultimately you do check yourself and go like, first and primarily, I'm happy for my friend, you know? And 
I would fuck with them regardless. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the root of it. Of like, I would fuck with you regardless yeah. of anything. In a shoebox, I'd have to get you out of that shoebox, obviously. Right. You must come live, um, live on my couch. But, but yes, <laughs> of like, okay, so what is it that this person has that I don't have? Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, okay, you have it, you feel it, move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely used to be audition clocking heavily, like just in terms of in numbers. Mm. I'm like, okay, so you know, because when you text about the auditions, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, and I'm like, okay, so she, she had four this week. Okay, well, fuck, well, why I'm only getting one? And then you know, you write the people, and you're like, hey, so I just noticed that like a lot of people, kind of my age, seem to be. Um, getting you know six seven because then you got to make a hyperbolic six seven auditions a week and i just noticed that i'm not mm-hmm. what's happening here so mm-hmm. i definitely used to be counting like okay this is where and it's not it was like not even about like i don't know it's like not competitive in that way but it just was really more of i want to just be there you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so if this is what's happening this is what should be happening well, because for me. when we first we started all be doing having the same we were thing equal. having the same experience yes yeah yes. yes. i disagree Oh, go ahead. Weigh in, bitch. Yes, please. I'm going to drop a bomb. Absolutely. I always felt very insecure about sharing when I booked with you guys when I first started booking. That's fair because you was you was winning. It was the booking queen. (laughs) Well, and when you like when you said that question, did you compete like not compete? I'm very competitive, but it's all in sports. It's all in. I don't know. It's just it's in a different way for me. Art has been more so just like I want to play with Mm y'all and like I'm just so excited to play and I want everybody to play. I want every, like I've never in my mind thought like I won't share an audition because this person would take it from me. I'm yeah. way more like no, if I can't that. eat, you eat, mm. yeah. right? And also I was very lucky. Like mm-hmm. while I was busy crying my heart out because I was booking a commercial every year and not a TV show and not becoming, you know, the star of Hunger Games, which is what I thought I wanted. I'll still take it. I actually remember starting to feel like I couldn't share my wins. I think Mm. we were spoiled coming from NYU and thinking like in one year tops, all of us, Mm -hmm. super successful. Mm -hmm. Fuck this, you know, you know, slave number one, Mm -hmm. hot girl number two shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I but mean, I could see yeah. that. I, I could see that. I do think it, you know, from personal experience, it is a little, it is a little alienating when you're working at a higher level than the people you started this with. Yeah. Because the dream is always that we'll always be working at similar levels, mm-hmm. you know, like in the similar level is the highest level. Yeah. Like we'll just always be doing, everybody be doing 32 million movies a year and doing whatever else We're you Going to be the doing. Oscar party together, together because we've all been nominated. Mm-hmm. Like together. that's where my brain right. is right. all the time. You know, like, yes, yes. I could, I could very much, it is a little bit, it is. And it's like, it's not, I don't know how to really explain it. Cause it's not like there's like an active thing happening or like an active pushback, but there is just like, there's an energy that it like, it does feel, it feels like, yeah, alienating. I get it. I get yeah. it. I don't know how to describe it, but I do, yeah. I do get it. Cause you again, know? I don't like, I don't say it to drop a bomb. Like I didn't feel safe. I just, it was the first time I felt othered inside of something that was our, that was ours. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, what's interesting about for me, anyone I've gone to school with, anyone I've studied shit, someone mm-hmm. I've worked on a job with once seeing people go different places. It's, it's, it's fascinating how my circle continues to get smaller as I st- 
stay in this mm-hmm. community because the people that are around me, we always cheer for each other, mm-hmm. always. And in yeah. fact, now we're like, I'm gonna put you in, I'm gonna put you on, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. I like, it is to the best of our ability. If one is working, how can we all be working? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so many times do I drop people's names behind their backs in a positive way because it's like, well, yes, let's all get here. Siobhan, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Tell the people, cause I feel like they might wanna know. So what made you decide to choose other priorities and shift in a different direction where you, primarily obviously acting Mm-hmm. Um, and taking and a step back from the the writing and the the creating and all of that. I, honestly, I'm not good at failing. And I wasn't a good writer. And I think that is an not fail. Okay. What I took as failure, what I took personally, like notes, feedback, people are like, that's not funny. That's not good enough. I don't get it. That just hit me every single time. One of y'all, people I love were telling me, oh, that's not working. I didn't hear, try again will love the next version. I just Mm -hmm. heard you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Mm. And I simply couldn't handle it. I was like, I'm already getting that. I'm internalizing every single no with an audition Mm. with like getting to the final round of a pilot and testing and being like, Oh my God, I've made it. And it's like, Nope, more famous, more tall. Um, Surprisingly, (laughs) woman got it. Right. Right. That happened once. Um, (laughs) Now it's short of bitches, but it's fine. So that for me was just, I don't, think I had that muscle that writers I think are excellent at that collaboration is a lot of getting shot down and picking yourself back up again especially in comedy I didn't have that built in whatsoever I've been traveling my whole life as a military brat I've always been like I'll be your best friend I'll adjust and hide parts of my personality so that this goes to you know goes smoothly because I'm only here for two years Mm. why make waves and then that like that evolution of my personality when I started going, oh no, I'm this bitch. I am sensitive. This mm-hmm. will rob me of friendships. And I chose, I mean, it didn't, I know it didn't seem like that at the time in our twenties, but I was choosing our friendships because I was taking it too personally that I was like, these girls don't really like me. Cause they're keep, you know, sometimes my work is good. Sometimes it's bad. I must not be good enough. Cause the household I was raised in, you're either all the way good, you are perfect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You are excellent. You are the most excellent black person in the room or you are nothing. Thusly, mm-hmm. you know, why I was hustling and trying to prove to myself and my family that the huge sacrifice sacrifice that my dad made in like going back to war so that we could afford college was worth it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. You know, with working with friends, a thing that can be definitely very difficult in the beginning is like, you know, you worry that each other on school projects or whatever, I guess, from time to time. But it's a very different energy where usually all the feedback you get from these people is just good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's only good. Like very mm-hmm. rarely is it a, hey, you were wrong. And even in the end, you were wrong. It was like, OK, in front of everybody, you was right. But come here, let me talk to you real quick. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up what you did. But mm-hmm. I was still fucking with you. But that was a little wrong. Like it's always yes, yes, yes. And then mm-hmm. to be in a setting where it's, it's, not an, it's not intentional to attack you, but just mm-hmm. the language itself is changing. It's not you're always right. It's like, oh, no, you're, you're wrong right here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, it's, a, it's an adjustment. Yeah. Also, the process, the process of making art isn't really even right or wrong. At it's all. just like we're just growing seeds, mm-hmm. and we just got to see what works. It's all information. It's like, mm-hmm. let's see, let's see what's going to grow over here. Let's see what's going to go over here. Oh, that rotted? Okay, let's let that one go. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. keep growing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, the process is forward. Mm-hmm. always 
it's it's always about not where we're at, but what we're building and what the dream is. And it's like keeping that mindset and keeping that perspective. It's like these are just this is just the in between for the end goal, like which is hard to that's easier said than done. And also we can admit we talked about this before. We didn't have language for that at that oh, time when we first started. We were a little structure. bit more shutting things down a little bit strong mm -hmm. with the that doesn't work. Yeah. And we had to learn how to yes yeah. and yeah yeah and i know that you know at least for myself i do remember at some points you know saying to you know y'all like look if this shit ever gets too contentious i'm choosing the friendship like mm -hmm. if it ever gets mm -hmm. like where this you know because because sometimes people a lot a lot of times people do lose friendships working with their friends they you know do. what i'm saying like yeah. it's, that's why i tell you that shit in business don't make like it's it, it it's hard for a reason you know yeah. and so like i definitely from having that conversation of like, I know that the friendship is my priority. And so if it ever gets too fucking stank, and that's, that's I still stand on that. You know, if next year it's like, oh man, this is too, this too rocky right here. This mm -hmm, song, mm -hmm. then the work, well, I'll find another way to work, but I'm that's not, like, not going to find another friendship. That, like exactly. This, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll find another way. To, well, cause it's also, as I joke all the time, like y'all are not my friends. You are my sisters. Like the the, the relationship dynamic is just, it's hilarious <laughs> mm, because- yeah. That's true. Especially to a lot of people have asked me since the podcast came out, they're like, how come you don't write? And I'm like, they're like, did something happen? And I'm like, no, like nothing. Like there's actually, I, unless unbeknownst to me, there's no bad blood. It's there's just- beef. Well, no, it would be with you. you. <laughs> um, but no, it's just one of those things of like, I also think these are my sisters and these are their strengths. This is what y'all led with. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like y'all are resilient motherfuckers. And you yes and like motherfuckers. You are amazing to improv with. I like to love and be loved on. That's why I like teaching. I like to build up. I have such a hard time and I had such a bad time in the first few years of my teaching of imitating tear down techniques that I was taught mm. like that also I had to go through that healing process yeah. and I'm very because like I think I'm already a direct asshole Aries so I had to learn how to like preface mm -hmm. soften smooth out because in my mind I was like but I'm just going for like I just want you to win Mm -hmm. How do I get you to win? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've had to learn that I want to be hugged to win, so I'm a hug a motherfucker to win. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, and you, that's yeah, how when I you coach. coach. When you coach, yeah, like you're so gentle. Not, there's no asshole. Yeah, no. no. It's, like, it's very, it's so very lovely. direct. Yeah, it's like yeah. always really clear. Yeah, like you, you know, and it's a good thing because when you take Bushvon, like you always know that wasn't the one we're gonna do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna do it again. Well, so but it's like always love. very clear. Yeah, and it's always very clear why we're doing it again. Speaking of, it's huggy, and then it's like go. You have a studio. I do. So what's the yes. deal with that? So I have been teaching since I was 20 years old because I started interning at the Atlantic Acting School where I studied. And I've taught every age there from literally four years old all the way to a 65-year-old student. Mm -hmm. um, and when I moved out to L.A., I did coaching a little bit, but... Uh, it was just something that I would like offer to my friends, mm -hmm. offer to friends of friends. Like, yeah, I've got this background and pedigree, happy to help. And then something clicked, I think, because I was really fortunate when I moved out to LA and I started earning enough money for acting to be my full-time only necessary job. Mm -hmm. And I realized how much love I had for coaching and for teaching and also the community aspect. I love the community of an acting studio of just like, you know, you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, you know, this hairstylist is dope and you can get 
like go see them and tell them I sent you and it's like half off or like someone's like, did you audition for this thing? I did. Did you hear it got canceled? What? No, I was so close. Like just mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of community. Yeah. Like positive community. Mm-hmm. Like petty patio moments, but also just like someone can be on their phone and go <gasps> and everyone's like, what happened? What'd you do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I booked the job. And then the whole room just goes, yes. yes. Working actor camaraderie. Yes. Like, what are we doing? Yes. Yeah. And so basically, long story short, especially after I had my kid, I just realized that I wanted that community. I haven't been able to find it in LA, especially in the Valley. So I started Sustainable Artist Studio. And I'm offering private coaching, one-on-one, kids and adults. And I'm really excited because I'm just launching um, some co-teaching classes. So I'm going to teach a class called How to Actually Book a Commercial with my good friend, who's a commercial actress, Leticia. Um, And she also models. So it'll be really fun to have two of us kind of discussing all the different ways that we've been successful Mm -hmm. and how we can share. Mm -hmm. And then I'm teaching How to Book Multicams with Devere. Um, because he's the king of comedy and so basically that's what I want my studio to be like an extension of oh yeah I have a BFA but I didn't learn how to do this very specific thing like book the job or I wanted a BFA but no one was willing to pay $250,000 to NYU for this bullshit Mm -hmm. no problem I got you come Mm -hmm. to the intro class I will give you as many tools as possible Mm -hmm. as I can share because like one of my favorite things is like I've had so many students who years later, like one of my students in an evening class, he's become a whole ass beautiful, talented playwright. And I've been able to produce and direct his work. Constantly? Yeah. And recently another one of my students who was, I've only met virtually, they're based in Canada. They wrote a short and they offered me the lead role because they just were like, we vibe and I Mm -hmm. trust you. And I just think it's so beautiful because those are selfish examples of me being involved, but I've also had moments of like, I've been in an acting class with someone and then in rehearsal group, and years later, I was able to cast that person and connect them with someone. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I, I love that part of the industry. I love that level of collaborating, of being like, you should mix with this person. This person should mix with that person. We should all get together so that we can all do shit that is fun. And let me just, you know, sorry. Just a little bit. I want to tell a little story about Siobhan and her generosity when it comes to this work. Okay, because I think you guys should know this. Do you remember when you and I were both going out for A Gifted Man, the TV show? Yeah. Now, Siobhan had already been on two callbacks for this. And then, but no, this was, yes. But then I had got called in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, she had like a small moment of, damn, like they still calling people in for this? Mm -hmm. So we were at the place the same day to audition and at casting. And you were, it was your first audition. It was my second callback, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in two different mm-hmm. stages. Yep. yep. But Siobhan, obviously she wanted this. She had gone through. She's so close to it. I'm just starting. She took me out of that room and coached me before the audition for the audition she was about to go into her second callback mm. for. And I was like, yo, this is a fucking real one. Mm-hmm. And was not like not giving me the real you know no i wanted you to have all the tricks this is how i'm gonna do it i think this would be the best way to you you to do it because you have this thing Mm -hmm. that's gonna work really well here and don't you know make sure you hit this line because this is you know because she's very very good at scene study too she really Mm -hmm. understands the script and like what parts of it are important Mm -hmm. which is not my strength and you know it was like this is the whole crux of the scene is in this one sentence. Mm-hmm. So you got to hit this part. This is where you'll book it. Oh. And just, isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know, so go take her glasses because she's fucking generous. I she's she's going to give you everything that. she has. But I never did. You see? There you go. Wow. 
And with that, we will transition to Bootleg Fabulous, a segment where we like to give tips and tricks on how to make it on a shoestring budget. I want to ask, like, what are your tips to maintaining a good relationship? I'm big on, like, everything is a fucking relationship. If you engage with somebody multiple Mm -hmm. times, that is a relationship. From your grocer to your man to your mom. Like, those are relationships. Yeah. uh, For me, it would be pick your battles. Mm. (laughs) Um, For a long time, I really was headstrong about being right so i was like but it's like do you want to be right or do you want to be in this relationship and i want to be in this relationship mm-hmm. um i would say in your relationships as they grow change and evolve everyone gets busier be strong with the uh vibe check and what i mean by that is state your vibe check proactively communicate where you're at as you change mm-hmm communicate what you need say hey y'all this is the season i'm at and i might not be around for a little while but say it Mm -hmm. so everyone is clear yeah yeah Yeah. and mine is like kind of like um piggyback but also opposite (laughs) um because mine has to do with my own strength which is you know i have a pretty high emotional intelligence that's my god-given gift and so um Sometimes pushing past the words, because if I feel like a friend has something going on, sometimes I'll needle past the, no, it's cool. Um, Okay. Okay, we'll circle back. Because I don't think so. Mm. I think something's wrong with you. And so Mm. we're going to carry this on until you say something to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, mine is in line with what you're saying. I... I think it's stay vulnerable with the people who deserve it. Mm. That's nice. I think vulnerability just, that's how you navigate the the change of a human being, right? Like staying vulnerable because then I'm connected to you because you're sharing something with me that you can't share with anybody else. It's not money, it's not kids, it's not sex, it's not a job. Vulnerability is, is like the most important transaction. Beautiful. And with that, I am Amebit. You can find me at Amebit Bayene. I'm Crystal. You can find me at underscore Chris Chris. I'm Chandra. You can find me at Chani. I'm Siobhan. You can find me at happy underscore C-H-I-V, happy Shiv, or at Sustainable Artist Studio. We are Unglamorous Truths. You can find us at Unglamorous Truths on all platforms. You can stream our podcast where you find yours. Hey.